0: Blunt Woman, thank you for listening. Today on my show, I have a very special guest. His name is Stephan Arneo. He is from Canada. He's a brilliant young man. He's only 32. He's young, but he's really good looking, like you, Kevin. Oh, thank you. He is from Canada. He is the author of the book, Hard Times Create, Strong Men. He's also the author of many other books, Self Made, The Clothes, Money People... Real tin co- the ten commandments of negotiation. You can find all of his books on stephanarnio.com or respectthegrind.com. Stefan, are you there? Wait, did
1: you mean like me that he's thirty-two, or like me that he was good-looking?
0: Oh well, actually, you're <laughs> both good-looking. Right, and he has really long shoes, like you do. Oh, all right. Stefan, are you there?
2: I, I'm here. I'm wearing my big shoes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know, and you have big gloves too. I've noticed. I met Stefan. I have big gloves yeah that
2: personality
0: too <laughs> i met seven years ago through my friend yvette and he was traveling through dallas and we hit it off he was a mere what 28 back then but you know i was in the, pri- mm-hmm. the prime of my cougar years of 45 <laughs> now i'm almost 50 now i'm getting too old for you honey
2: Oh, oh, come on, Wanda. You're never going to be too old for me.
0: Ah, love that. Okay, this guy is brilliant. I have been um, reading and listening to his book, Hard Times Create Strong Men. And in the book, he says, this is for men. And he's right. This book is for men. But honey, I have to tell you, this book is for women too. I have learned so much in your book. There are four parts to his book. First part is money and work. Second part is, of course, my favorite. Sex, women, children, and family. We're going to talk about those two segments today, and then I'm going to have them come back, and we're going to talk about the second two segments, which is religion and then politics. And these are the four things we don't ever want to talk about at the dinner table, except, Stefan, like me, will talk about anything. I have to tell you, <laughs> That's right. I, I, I am blown away. I am a very busy woman, and I have taken eight hours out of my Last twenty four to listen to your book, and you you've blown me away. Some of the things you've said in here, I mean, you are direct, you are to the point. You own your own business now. You you you're a self made man, and you've made your money in real estate, like me. Um, I'm not near as successful as you are. I was not a millionaire by the time I was thirty. Uh, not that that's what I was going for at all, but you know, you're self made, and that and to me, that's very impressive. And and I do like men with lots of testosterone and who are successful go-getters. And, you know, you're a man's man. And that is very Mm -hmm. appealing. Mm -hmm. And this is what you're trying to sell in your book is to be a man's man. Mm -hmm. You quote Mm -hmm. so many different people from history. I was impressed with your breadth of knowledge of everything that you quoted in your... Who's that? Data? Is that who that is? You quote a lot on him.
2: Uh, of who? Oh, uh, David, David Deut, yeah, "Way of the Superior Man." That's yeah, a great book for I, men and women out there. I yeah.
0: might have to read that one. Um, and
2: you should; it's a great book.
0: And but the premise of this is not to say that men are better than women. Um, I I didn't get that at all. And 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 whether maybe some sexist things in there, I don't feel that way at all about this book. Um, you talk about um, first thing you talk about is money and work, right? Um, hard times create strong men. You say Mm -hmm. you have millennials that work for you. You say that a lot of those millennials were raised by men who um, didn't raise them properly. And so you're turning out to be the dad in the box for these guys.
2: That's what I am. I'm the dad in the box and you can buy your own dad in a box when you get a copy of hard times create strong men. It's all this stuff your dad should have told you in the garage, away from your sisters, away from mom. It's the man-to-man talk that should have happened.
0: So, and, and I know that's how you're selling it, but I, I got to. This is this is for women too. If a woman wants to really understand a man, and that book, "Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus," doesn't even come close to what you touch. It how for me to understand a man. And I do think that men, and you say most married men are successful, or most men in business are the most successful when they're married, have a family because they have a team behind them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And That's you-
2: right. A married, a married man with kids will outperform every other man and every other woman. Actually, I have a training company. We train people in real estate investing. The married men with kids, especially Christian married men with kids, outperform everybody else combined. So you have five married men with kids who are Christians. They'll beat the 95% of everyone else combined. It's It's actually crazy.
0: So so why is the Christianity part important? Because I am not uber-religious at all. I, I'm not an atheist, but I, I, I'm certainly not. I, I, religion was, was skewed for me long ago from my childhood abuse. Um, mm. I, I'm not against it, but I, I, I don't go to church every Sunday. So why do you think it's the Christian man is more successful versus, say, like a Jewish man?
2: Well, the Jewish, Jewish, Judeo-Christian is the same tradition. So okay. Christianity right. is built on Judaism, right? So the, the the Old Testament of the Bible is the Ju, the Jewish part, and then Christian is the new part. So um, the, the Jewish men are very good too. I mean, they're they're the top. Uh, what is it? Jewish people represent I think zero point four percent of the world's population, but they're some vast number. I think they're twenty five percent of the world's richest people, like some massive amount. So. The Jewish, the Jewish tradition is very successful. Uh, the Christian tradition is very successful. But what I'd say, Wanda, is you're going to have to read the part on religion, which is coming up for our next show. And, uh, and religion, uh, at least the Judeo-Christian tradition, which our entire society is built on right now, is the base software for having America and having freedom and having the technology and the medicine and all the great things that we have comes from the base code of the Judeo-Christian philosophy – which is also our laws and forgiveness and all the good things we have. And the the Christian tradition and the the Jewish tradition as well offer a man a way to have it all. He can have health, he can have wealth, he can have relationships. And usually without a system to study the spiritual realm, men have to sacrifice one for the other. They sacrifice their health for their wealth, they sacrifice their wealth for their relationships— and uh, I'd say that, that Christianity is a great way for a man to have it all. And on the flip side, a woman to have it all. And they can have it all by being married and being together and having a nice family and beautiful children and great sex and money in the bank. You know, that's that's a way to do it. And they've offered that way for thousands of years. And it's a way to study and do that. It's a way to have it
0: all. So I hear what you're saying, but let's back up a minute. In order for a man—I'm not going to talk about religion at this moment— Uh, you talk a lot about men and women and finding that mate. Uh, So let's back up before we get to the family and the marriage and the success. We got to get to the point where we get that mate in our life. Cause I do believe that behind every successful man is an exhausted woman. Uh, Because we do (laughs) a lot of the work and I tell my boyfriend constantly, I go, I'm the wrong person to be a dick to because I am the woman here who supports you and loves you. And re-energizes those batteries of yours so if i were you i would not Mm. be such a douche to me and because he's a man and he's busy and but then you know that's such a an enormous life lesson like don't shit on the ones who love you the most and it's not that he shits on me constantly he's that he's moody and he's it's a man you know and he's working and he's busy and um but the one person who's your partner in life you kind of got to uh, be a little bit nicer to her because everyone else is on your ass about something. You got to you gotta have a place to lay your head, right? So mm-hmm. in order to find yeah. this woman that you're going to be nice to and not a douche to, because some men are so just crazy. Whatever, I'm not going to get into that. But you said, what's that matrix that, you, that I've seen on the internet and you talked about in your book? It's the... The, it's,
2: hot, the hot, crazy matrix. The
0: hot, crazy matrix, right? So... When you're dating and you're a man and you're looking for the woman, and I'm not talking about the woman looking for the man. That's separate. Um, the higher the the higher the number for craziness, probably the better in bed she'll be, but then <laughs> not as good for a long term stable partner. But then you also want the hot matrix, right? So the hotter the 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 less crazy, you know, and you're looking for the unicorn or whatnot. How How do you, how does a man go about finding this perfect unicorn when they really don't exist?
2: (laughs) Well, I I think the hot, crazy matrix, you know, first of all, it was a YouTube hit. It was a big viral video where there was, I think, a 45-year-old man explaining to younger men, hey, this is how you select a woman. And he said, you got women are zero to 10 hot and they're four to 10 crazy. So all women are at least a four crazy. And, you know, there's, it's kind of funny because feminine energy is all over the place compared to masculine energy is directed and focused energy. Feminine energy is like the ocean. It's blowing around. It's, it's, it's not quite as focused as masculine energy. So men feel that women are crazy. So the hotter the woman you get, usually the more crazy she's allowed to be. And for myself, you know, I've dated lots of 10 hots and nine and a half hots and men, they're crazy. They do crazy things. Uh, you know, I, I, tend to go out with redheads a lot that's also crazy so the hotter the hotter and cra- the hotter a woman is usually the crazier she is but you know the point of the hot crazy matrix is if you go for a woman a little bit less hot maybe an eight hot she'll be less crazy and you can actually build a life with her and that's you know the long-term stable position that a man really wants in life you know you can't just go out with strippers and redheads all day you have to go out with somebody who Actually, can help you and bring value to your life. So, so is there that's no really hope? What that hot crazy matrix is,
0: is there any hope Sorry? for a stripper? Is there any hope for a stripper to ever be a mom and and not so crazy? I mean, if you're a stripper at twenty, well, doesn't mean know, when it, you're well, thirty, you're you know you might grow out of that phase or. Well, sure. I mean, you you might, but if she's a stripper
2: today, I mean, if guys are you know, licking the dance floor that she walks on and handing her money. I mean, she feels like she has a lot of power, so she's going to do all sorts of crazy stuff because she can. Um, you know, if you dress her up in some church clothes and send her to church and she stops being a stripper, maybe she'll calm down. But, you know, that's that's a pretty hard ride, man. I mean, dating a stripper, that's some hard stuff. And I haven't dated actual strippers, but I've dated girls that probably should have been strippers. And uh, that's a, that's a hard ride. They do crazy things. And uh, it's not necessarily wife winter. I talk about fun women versus marriageable women, and you probably don't want to marry a stripper. It's probably not good for a young man.
0: Well, I fully believe you get what you pay for. So, <laughs> I mean, I see, I, I live in a very wealthy part of town. And not that I'm wealthy. Right. I just live in that area. And yeah. I see what a lot of men are paying for. And and then, some of those women, they'll bitch about their guy not doing what he wants. And I'm like, well, he paid for you. <laughs> like, you're oh, an wow. asset to him. And you are a replace- like Like J.P. Morgan, the CEO, when he emailed that woman back because she wanted a guy who made at least $500,000 a year. And he says, well, you know, your, your looks are one thing, but, you know, it's tradable. And in five years, I'll still have money. It's a depreciating asset. It's a depreciating asset. That is, you know what, so my advice to a woman is to get a fucking brain, you know, and not go looking just on your, the only thing I have to offer is my vagina and my pretty face. Well, congratulations. But beyond that, that's replaceable. That's a commodity to a man. Is it not?
2: Right. Oh, of course. I mean, here's the sad thing, Wanda. I mean, you can go out there today and get like a pretty nice looking girl to have sex with you for a hundred bucks. And like, I'm not saying that that's prostitution, but you can go on a website, like seeking arrangement or what's your price and pay for a date with a decently, very good looking girl. Who's like a university student or something. You can have sex with her for like a hundred bucks. So that's a total commodity. And what men really want is they want a life partner, someone who can actually be there for them. They can trust, who can handle their stuff. And you know, grow with them and be with them, and they want that spiritual connection. They, men want all those things, but you know, pussy's pussy, and and that's just a commodity. And if if you're a commodity like coffee, sugar, bacon, if you're just a piece of bread to this guy or a ham sandwich, you know, pardon the pun with the ham sandwich. If you're a ham sandwich to him, he'll treat you like a ham sandwich.
0: Well, that's and then, and so. I'm sure what you just said and what's written in the book it would be very offensive to a lot of women. I am not just a piece of meat. Why?
2: I'll say I'll say why though. If you're acting like a piece of meat, then then maybe you are a piece of meat. If it if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, maybe you are a piece of meat, and maybe you should stop being a piece of meat. Well, right? whereas that is a you're valid argument.
0: Like I mean, for me, I yeah, have a brain. It is valid. I have a brain, but I'm not <laughs> yeah. twenty, and I have small tits, so I have nothing that a man would want to buy, but. For oh me, <laughs> I want, and I've had my fair share of partners in my 40s, um, but I I tend to err on the little bit more um, intellectual side of things, and I want a partner. I, I don't date young men for that reason because they're not, I don't think they would be as experienced or intelligent enough for me, uh, although you might be the exception. I'm going to give you that. Um,
2: well, I do like 40-year-old women for their brains. Uh-huh. I do love it, and I go chase 20-year-olds for their bodies, so. You know, it's, uh, I'm writing, a am writing a follow up to hard times called the Oracle and it's the hard times for women. And it's what women are it's A totally different book it has nothing to do with this book, but it's completely different.
0: Okay. I need to get men my hands on the Oracle. That. Can I have the rough draft? Yeah, I need yeah, my I hands did. on that. Can I edit it for you? Little I, actually,
2: bit? <laughs> I, actually might say, I might send it to you. You're going to like it though. And, and women and men are complete different animals. Like men are valued on their power and women are valued on their morality and it's a completely different ladder. It's a completely different system, but somehow we smash everybody into the same system in the name of feminism and say everyone should be the same, but no matter how much you want them to be the same, they'll never be the same, and they'll never desire to be the same
0: but then so that talks kind of about a, the polarity it's you know it's the polarity Dang. that makes it's the polarity that makes the earth what it is. We can't change the polarity of right. the earth, and you said that at some point, yeah, you just can't do that, so we can't well, it's change nature? The, it's nature. We can't change. It's nature. It's nature. Now, you know, and then and then here we have homosexuals. But one thing that I was, uh, you were talking about homosexuals, heterosexuals, and just sexuals. Like, maybe the Greeks had it right thousands of years ago. When there weren't homosexuals and there weren't heterosexuals, there were just sexual beings. Why do we have to be homo or hetero? Why can't we just be sexual? Well, I mean, you you bring some valid points system. to that.
2: Yeah, what? Well, the Greeks had their own system. Like, they didn't care... Well, well, actually, they did care. If you were a man sticking your penis in another man, you were manly, but if you were a man getting a penis stuck in you, you were a woman.
0: Okay, so right. Well, there's always they, the they catcher, did, like, and there's always the thrower.
2: Right, so if you were a catcher, like if you were catching the penis from the man, if a guy was giving it to you, then you were a woman. So like the Greeks, they were a warrior culture, and the Romans were a warrior culture. Julius Caesar, who we worship, Julius Caesar, we have the month of July named after him, we have the Caesar salad. Julius Caesar would have sex with his, wives of his enemies, and then he'd have sex with his enemies. And since he was giving it to them, it was manly. So, you know, they had a whole different system there, but they also encouraged, like, man-on-man on man action was fine. Like, men, like, their penises rubbed, and they don't care what's rubbing it. And then they also wanted the man to have a wife and kids, because if every man is just gay and just, you know, hanging out with other guys, playing in Peter Panland, then what do you do with all the women? Well, the women don't have any men. The women need men. There's no babies being born, and your society becomes wiped out if all the men are just playing with each other all day.
0: Well, I, I, so I get they that. Had, and you they say that.
2: Well,
0: and you say Canada is in a negative birth rate um, right now. Of yep. what they're, you're, they're, they're, they're going to be extinct. So if, if everyone were to be just homosexuals, we would all become extinct because we would not reproduce anymore. Which is a valid right, point. Pretty fast too. Wait, say yeah, that again. Pretty fast. I mean, within oh.
2: like within fifty years, your population could be wiped out.
0: But then, you know, you say, well, then we have other religions that come here, immigrants that come here that are producing eight children and um, Mm. they're recreating much larger numbers than we are and they will overtake. And I've heard that this is going to happen in Europe quicker than later where they say that. The Muslims, and not that there's anything wrong with being a Muslim, but perhaps if your agenda is to annihilate the other religions, then maybe that is a problem. Um, Right. Is that coming here to North America?
2: Well, sure. I mean, if you read the section about religion and politics, you know, the the Muslims, they come here and they do have eight children, and, you know, bless them, if they want to have eight children, sure, but we have a system here, set up a welfare system where, where we'll pay them to have eight children, and then the smart Let's say white Christian families have one child because they can't afford it. And then next thing you know, in 50 years, we'll have a Muslim country instead of a Christian country. And that's a problem because the, the Judeo-Christian values that we spoke about is what makes this country free and great and a nice place to live. And they want to come here and enjoy our values. But we don't want to move to Saudi Arabia and live at their values. You know, Wanda, to
1: you in Saudi now. Arabia right
2: now. You'd have your hand cut off, acid poured on your face. You wouldn't be allowed to have a radio show. You wouldn't be allowed to drive. So, you know, when you when you say, oh, I'm not sure if I like religion, well, you should love religion because religion is the base thing that allows you to be free here. Whereas if you go to some of the Muslim countries, you don't want to live there because those are pretty scary places to live compared to Canada and the U.S. Well, I,
0: well, maybe we're, I don't think religion, I, I have issues with Hypocritical, far right religious people. L- 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 I'll leave it at that, and then we can get into religion next week. But
2: yeah, well, I'll just say this. all humans who hypocrites, all of us. Well, right? totally 100% agree. Of us okay, are all right, that's fine. <laughs> so let's stick with
0: the ninety ten rule. Okay, you're going to be a hypocrite yeah. only ten percent of the time, but the other ninety percent of the time, I'm going to need you to be a decent human being, right?
2: But but, but that's like being that's like being ninety percent a virgin. You can't be ninety percent a virgin. Oh, I'm ninety percent a virgin. No. <laughs> You're not a virgin if you're
0: 90%. Well, that's right. Either you're pregnant or you're not. Either you're divorced or you're not. I had a guy lie exactly, to me. To say, you know. I had a guy yeah, lie to me saying he was girl, divorced. I, mean, I was like, are you? Well, we're almost divorced. I go, like, oh, that's not the same. It's not. I need you to be Yeah, 100%. well, then
2: that's, that's the issue, you know. That's the issue. Are, are, we, are we doing it or are we not? And I think, I think what religion attempts to do mm-hmm. is to civilize man and, and woman into a spiritual being. And we are a spiritual being trapped inside of an animal's body. So we have an animalistic body that wants to feast and fuck and kill and has all these animal urges. Right. And that's where the human nature is. And then you have a spiritual being inside of that, which is your soul. And there's a struggle between the soul and the animal. And, you know, the soul represents God. It's it's a, a, a fraction of God. We are a little you know, uh, created in the image of God, but we're in an animal body. So we have animal urges versus spiritual ideals. And that's what being human's about. It's a clash of animal versus spirit.
0: Well, one of the things you had said in the book was, it, perhaps some of the plague in Europe and all those uh, diseases that annihilated the populations is because they kept fucking their, their livestock.
2: Oh, that's, that's a fact. That's not a perhaps. That's a fact. That's from Guns, Germs, and Steel by Jared Diamond. It is 100% a fact that Europe had the diseases because they're having sex with animals.
0: 100%. Have you ever had sex with an animal? just curious. I
2: have uh, uh, You know, I've had sex with some women who act like animals, eat like animals, and, <laughs> and fuck like animals, but I've never... Uh, what does that mean? They don't I know how have to hold a fork?
0: A... That is such a pet peeve of mine. If a oh, guy yeah. can't oh, hold yeah. a fork, I'm yeah. like, this is not going into a yeah. second date. You can't hold a fucking fork. Yeah.
2: I've had... <laughs> I don't care if she can hold a fork or not, because I I, I do.
0: I don't want to be with an animal. <laughs> Kevin, have you ever slept with an animal?
1: No. <laughs> well, I mean, perhaps I think, in the way think, that Stefan is talking about, now. but no, not not okay, a, I'm a, just, fundamentally. No, I, but
0: for for populations to become extinct because they got so many diseases because they were fucking their livestock that that blows my mind away.
2: Well, but but, you know what, Wando, Europe didn't become extinct. We just got the nastiest plagues, and then we used the plagues to wipe out the Aztecs and the Incas and the Native Americans. So it just became a weapon. We just weaponized that plague, and we just went out and killed more people with it because we're we're cold-blooded killers mostly.
0: God. I mean, I I hear what you're saying, and and I, I believe through history so many men have died defending their tribes, as you say, but I mean, right. I, I I'm not a cold-blooded killer, so I, I I can't grasp. Oh, but but
2: Wanda, come on! But you you know, but really, I mean, you say that, but
0: you're but, saying you that know, metaphorically.
1: Like,
2: no, I'm saying we are the killers. I think you're saying but, I mean, fundamentally. So like, you know, America, yeah. you've got half, you got half the world's military. Like America's out there killing people right now, so you can be free. You know, to have freedom, there must be slavery. To have, uh, to have the nice free world we have with water on tap and flush toilets and all these things. There's people out there killing in the name of America right now. And even probably Canadian soldiers out there killing so that I can be free. So we're killing all the time. The question is just do you see the killing or not? The killing is always happening. I mean we even have slaughterhouses. We're killing pigs all the time. So we're just we're killing machines, but spiritually we don't like the idea of that. Animalistically, yeah we do when we have to, but you know, spiritually that seems like a bad idea.
0: Okay, you're really making me think today. That's what I'm here to do, babe. I know. I'm here to just
2: get get down into it, you know? So
0: so because I feel like your intellectual level is is superior to, you're the top one, top one percent, right? Top one percent, the top one percent. How will you ever find a mate?
2: Oh, it's very hard for me. And I'll, I'll tell you this quote by Socrates. It's in the book. Socrates says, uh by all means, get married. And if you find uh, a good woman, if you get a good wife, you'll be happy. Yeah. And if you get a bad wife, you'll be a philosopher. Yes. And you know what? If I get engaged to a bad woman. I'm now a philosopher. So I would love... You know what, Mondo? I'd love nothing more than to be married and have several children right now. I don't know if that's in the cards for me, honestly, because a lot of women, uh, maybe like the benefits of my life. I do make lots of money. I'm visible, all these things. But the lifestyle I live to do that, women... I typically don't like that. Right. And I, th- I would probably need, I would need either a person who literally serves me all day because I'm super high maintenance and I have people on staff who serve me all day, or she'd have to be super independent. And I just see her once in a while, you know, and those are two pretty hard to find women, like somebody who actually wants to serve her husband all day. That's some like old school 1950s shit. And then uh, the woman who's super independent and out doing her own thing and has her own stuff,
1: those, Those are, are far, far are too extreme. That's what I'm saying. I think there's a middle ground here. I can tell kind of I think you're the type of guy who would need to date someone who compliments you, but I don't think you would ever be happy with someone that was an intellectual equal. Does or, that make sense?
0: But I don't think he'd be someone who was happy uh, that it, was his hold slave. On, that's
2: an interesting idea. What'd you say,
0: Wanda? I don't but I don't think you'd be happy with someone who was your slave. No, no. I think you would be mentally bored by that. Yeah.
2: I know, I know. And and Wanda, like I, I talked about my womanizing in the book. I had eight girlfriends at one point. And that was a freaking disaster. I got spiritually bankrupt. <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> of course I mean, that's that a, a disaster. disaster. <laughs> Women it was are crazy. A
2: and, oh, it was, it was brutal. And you know what? I, I messed up a lot of people and I'm, I'm sad about it. I would take it back if I could, but that was, that was not a good time. And, uh, you know, I've tried to solve that, that woman issue many times, but it's, it's easier said than done. And I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty demanding person. I have a demanding wife and not a lot of people want to sign up for that.
0: Well, okay. Well, fair enough. At least you should be honest with that because my boyfriend has a very demanding schedule and I get very little of him. But luckily, I'm independent and have my own life. But then we're older, you know. You're, You're in the phase of life where you could find a wife. And reproduce and have a family. I'm past all that. So, but I like having a partner in my bed. I like a one the same partner. Um, I've had many men that I've shared with, and and I'm happy with just this one person. And I don't get to see him very often, and it is challenging. So, but I,
2: mm.
0: I, what you talk about is younger people you 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 haven't addressed older now older men yes but not older women so we haven't even broached the subject of what it's like to be older and mm-hmm. not have a partner and and you said in the book you do not want to marry someone with children which I totally get because you I call that insta family I didn't want an insta family right. I got married at 27 right. well, I, I,
2: I How- love being a tuck like I don't want I don't want to look after another bird's eggs you right know? like I'm a lion I I wanna I'll probably the lions kill their children when they, when they take over a new territory. They'll kill all the cubs. And a cuck is a bird that looks after another bird's eggs. Well, right. Cuckoldry. Cuck, right. We so. talked about
0: this, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be a cuck. Yeah. I, yes. I'm not
2: I'm – not, yeah, you don't want to be a cuck. So guess what? You know, there are guys who are okay with that. I'm personally, I'm not, I personally am not. I said only under one condition would I do that is if she was a widow. Right. Consider it, but, but now we're back to female morality. Does she have the morality – because usually if she's got kids, there's some messed up issues, probably some moral issues from whatever went down before.
0: Well, not, not if he died. Not I if don't want to ride the ride. But, like, I if understand. He died,
2: if he died, she's morally pure, yes. If she died, then if he died, okay, fine. Like, I'll look after the kids. Sure, he's dead. But, you know, as if she's just a crazy bitch and she's breaking up with guys and has two guys from two different... Two oh kids my two god! Different guys. Like, I don't want. I don't want to jump on that. The more baby that's, that's daddies good,
0: run, run from that. But like for me, okay, so I'm older, and I, you know, I wouldn't date a man who didn't have children because he wouldn't understand what it's like to have children. But I'm older, so you right. know, I'm completely separate from what you're going through. And I've told Kevin. I told Kevin this. He just got married a couple weeks ago. I said the same thing. I said. You're young. You want to get married. You want your own family. And that's altruistic. And I think that you should go do that. And there's nothing sexist what you've said about that. If you don't want to marry a woman as children, don't.
1: Well, and quite frankly, this is what I want to say. I spent the first 30 years of my life firmly believing that the concept of marriage was asinine. I always said I would never get married because it just doesn't make sense. It's just not viable. And I know it's corny to say this now, but you know it really does change if you meet the right person. And I'm not somebody who's, you know, I don't consider myself a genius by any levels, but I would say I'm above average intelligence to, you know, at yeah, least. You absolutely are. And I think that um, you know Elise isn't someone who tries to be particularly, she doesn't try to show off any kind of intellectual prowess but she also is no way a servant to me but she's someone that compliments me very well does that make sense
0: yeah and i think that's what you're gonna have to Stefan. i think you're gonna have to find someone you're gonna so you're really looking for a a very unusual unicorn because you want someone who's independent but who will also serve you but not one extreme or the other because i think that would bore you but i do think you want children because i think from what i read in your book is that you, you have a lot of respect for your mother right did I get that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So and yeah, your and absolutely.
0: your grandmother, you have a lot of respect for your grandmother too. I you I I could tell you didn't have a lot of respect for your dad, um, and I I'm kind of in that same. Well, situation. hold on,
2: Wanda. Let, let me let me make a qualifier on there. Not that I don't respect my dad. It's men are judged by their work and what they do. Okay. So my dad doesn't have a lot of respectable actions. You know. Okay. And that's, and that's the that's the issue is. Women are, women are valued, like a woman is born and when she has a vagina and breast, she's a woman. So she just by default is a woman. Men have to earn the right to be a man. So you could have a guy who's 50 and he's still not a man. Men have to earn the right from other men and through their work. So my dad has not earned the right. And that's the problem is. I'm now sort of like my dad's dad. I'm I'm his father because my dad still hasn't earned, he hasn't taken responsibility for his life and he hasn't earned the right to be a man. Now, is he my father? Yes. Do I love him? Yes. Uh, but in the world of men, my dad is on the complete bottom of the ladder, continues to be on the bottom of the ladder, and I'm on the top of the ladder, and that's the, that's the trouble is I'm top 0.1% of the population, and so I have access to almost any woman, um, do you think it's hard my being... My dad is on the bottom.
0: Do you think it's hard being far more successful than your father? Oh,
2: it's super weird. Yeah. Wanda, it's weird. It, it, it fucks with your ego. And, you know, it, it, something else I say, like, when you're successful, everybody wants something from you, so you don't have a lot of friends, right? Friends right. Don't want at the top. You, but when you have stuff... Yeah, when, when there's something to lose, like, you know, with women, I get some gold diggers every now and then.
0: Oh, I'm sure you get them every with day. with men...
2: <laughs> Well, I, I, I've just completely, I've deleted all my dating apps. I'm not dating. I stayed away from all that. I'm just not doing that because it's, it, well, the other problem is I've studied a lot of pickup artistry. I can pick up anything. So I'll end up with <laughs> eight haven't. girlfriends again. I know that if I go dating or turn on my apps, I'll have eight girlfriends. I'll be a fucking wreck. My work will be wrecked. Everything will be fucked up. And I just said, I'm not going there because I'll, like, even, even if I go out, I'll end up with, like, two girlfriends. So I'm just like, I'm not going out. I'm staying home. I'm not going to get into that because I'm just going to get myself in trouble.
0: Well, can't you have two girlfriends and only sleep with one of them?
2: What does that mean?
0: Like have what a, does
2: that mean? You ha- sleep with one?
0: <laughs> Have a best friend <laughs> and then one you sleep with.
1: No. That, I mean, no I mean, one I person to, can
0: satisfy to, all of our have
1: needs. Have a celibate dating connection with someone where you don't where you don't bang
0: each other? Is that not possible?
2: uh um, um, no, but the but the thing is, come on man. I mean, realistically I want the physical connection, I want the spiritual connection, I want the whole package. And right. If I I I could end up like guys, I you know, sex isn't hard for me to get. It's I could have it I could have sex every day with a different woman if I wanted, but that's an actual disaster. My life will turn into a flaming pile of dog shit if I do that. I've already done that and I pretty much ended up in the hospital. Like I'm just not gonna ride that ride again.
0: But you yourself said that you're, you're, we are far better off in a more uh, a, a, a long-term loving relationship with, that is much more yeah. spiritually in-depth than, you know, just fucking everything that comes your way. I mean, that sex gets boring after a while. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to hold hands.
2: Well, it's, it's, it's this. Penis and vagina, repeat if necessary. Like, in and out once, repeat if necessary. Like, you know, realistically, guys, <laughs> so, once you've done that a couple of times, you've done it. Yeah, there's better sex and there's worse sex. Like I had some, I had some fairly mediocre sex the other day. It was it was mediocre, and I was like, wow, that was fairly mediocre. I've also had epic sex, and then I try to marry the girls with epic sex. I say in my book, if you're having epic sex with her, probably shouldn't marry her because she's probably too crazy. <laughs> you should probably stay away from That's that. That's right. You said she's like, an eleven the out of a
0: ten. Don't marry her. <laughs> well, it's
2: it's going to be too much, man. <laughs>
0: she's the Give story so much, you tell in your retirement home right back in, in your 80s that's right let me tell you the story yeah you tell,
2: yeah <laughs> yeah about how you lost your brain you're like oh i used to have sex with this complete 11 <laughs> out of 10 hot girl and you know she she cut off my hand while i was sleeping or whatever i mean
0: my mother's just, still having sex in her my mother's still having sex in her retirement home Oh, my God. It's crazy. I told you this, Kevin, didn't I?
1: No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. But they almost told her that she's not allowed to make that kind of decision. her brain
0: doesn't work, but her vagina does. (laughs) Go fucking figure. Wow. Um, Okay. So we are running out of time. As a matter of fact, we're five minutes over, but I could talk to you for a long time. So we've talked about the first two sections of your book, but we're going to get into religion and politics. And I found it very interesting what you said about Trump. And I don't ever talk politics on the show, but I will talk about that next week because on our next show when I have you, because I'm telling you, you're on to something. You are, and I think mm-hmm. your book, mm-hmm. "Hard Times Create Strongmen," should be for women as well. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna certainly go sell your book for you. Can I get a commission?
2: Well, hold on. One, <laughs> here's the real deal. If you tell Can a woman you and something. Oh yeah, sell sell a million of these. Oh that's right, if you seller. tell your her, best
0: what if you tell her she can't have something, she's gonna want it more.
2: She's gonna go get it. You know what? I've sold so many of these books to women because I tell them it's not for you. Guess what? They go read it, they <laughs> take it, love it. But that's just, you know what? That's how you that's how you attract women. So you go girls aloud. Next thing you know, the girls are in the clubhouse.
0: Well, okay, but I do. On that note, we could get into why girls are in Boy Scouts. I'm all for boys having their own club. I, don't, I was in a sorority. Oh, a I do not want a boy a in my sorority. And just like girls don't belong in the Boy Scouts. That's how I feel. I do. You have your own clubhouse. They have the 19th hole of every clubhouse in America, and women aren't in, in allowed in there. Fine. I don't give a shit. Go do your manly thing. Well,
1: you remember I used to host a radio show called The Status Bro. It yeah. was just all about guys. Uh-huh. you know. And, and the whole thing was this was about dudes sitting around talking about guy shit. And women always wanted to be on the show. And they'd always say, well, I'm like one of the guys. And it's like, no, you're not. You, uh, you'll never be no, one of the not. guys. You're going to change that dynamic no matter what. If you're in the room with these guys, every single one of them will behave differently just because a woman is there. It's just...
0: Well, right. I listen, I-, I like to hang out with guys. I always say men are good for one thing, and that's sex. But... <laughs> Oh my god. That Wanda. is callous
2: Wanda oh my God! Oh, you know, come I, on. I think I, I think there's a lot of things that men can do well that women can't. Sex, sex, you definitely need a penis if you want to have some heterosexual sex.
0: Well, but I right. think there's a couple more items. Okay. All right. Well, all right. I'll I'm going to I'm going to end on that note. So, you, can you come back and we talk second part of your book?
2: yeah we'll talk about the religion and the politics and you know what the last 40% of the book's pure killing so it's it's very violent so we'll go we'll go from there Uh,
0: Stephen I find you a very interesting man you can find dot respectthegrind.com hard times create strong men thank you for listening I'm Wanda Means I'm one blunt woman I'm the author of my book The Shelf Life of a Secret my blog over 40.com and do not forget from tremendous pain comes an enormous amount of strength it's a